an honor to be able to celebrate here at Trinity this morning. Why don't we stand together and greet each other in the name of the Lord. Members, if you see somebody again that you don't recognize, please go say hi and welcome them to worship this morning. Good morning, and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I am Parker Shane, your announcer for All Saints Day. The Reverend Jake Slutton will deliver today's message. Assisting in the worship service is the organist, Mrs. Courtney Slutton, and the acolytes are Gabby James and Dana Yellowneck. Today's order of service is at www.trinitychrist.com. This broadcast is sponsored by St. John's Lutheran Church, Stones Prairie at Purdy, Missouri, and dedicated to the glory of God. May God bless us as we worship today. At 2 p.m., please join us as we honor all of our veterans and their families. It is also time, uh, the next announcement is also time to order your portals of prayer and the Lutheran witness if you haven't done so yet. Your parish caller will be in your mailboxes each week, so please pick those up. Uh, June will be out of the office all day on Tuesday, November the 6th. And finally, this afternoon at St. John's in Monette is our Circuits All Saints worship service. That's at 4 p.m. All of the churches in our circuit are welcome to come. Uh, as well as anybody that they would like to invite. That's at 4 p.m. There is a choir that will be singing as part of that worship service. If you would like to be a part of that choir, uh, they are rehearsing at 2 p.m. also at St. John's. And with that, that's all of our announcements, so let's open today with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, this All Saints Day. Lord, this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, Lord, that you have called us saints, that you have called us your very own. Lord, not by anything that we have done, not by any good deed or anything, Lord, that we have done, but only by your blood, the blood, Lord, which has washed us uh, and made us whiter than snow. And Lord, we ask now that as we worship you here, that you would give us a zeal for your house of worship. Lord, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Please stand. We make our beginning this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Our help is in the name of the Lord. 
If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? Since we are gathered to hear God's word, call upon him in prayer and praise, and receive the, and receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in the fellowship of this altar. Let us first consider our unworthiness and confess before God and one another that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed, and that we cannot free ourselves from our sinful condition. Together as his people, let us take refuge in the infinite mercy of God, our Heavenly Father, seeking his grace for the sake of Christ, and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Mighty God, have mercy upon us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to everlasting life. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all of your sins. So then, in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. As today is All Saints Sunday, it is the common practice and tradition of the church to remember by name all of the faithful departed who have left us here but are in heaven with their Heavenly Father. Laverne Henry Tiesel. Herschel William Worm. Erwin Rudolph Kruger. Lauren Alvin Barnes. Ella Helene Cly Baker. Maxine Seninger. Ursula McGahey. Linda Dar, Darlene Wee. Flora Marie Oberman. Nancy Lee McRoberts. Carol Jeannie Stoltz. Henry Elmer Stellwagen. Anne Dorothy Telshow. Please stand.
These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. For you are my rock and my fortress. Into your hand I commit my spirit. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. These are the ones coming out of the Great Tribulation. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you knit together your faithful people of all times and places into one holy communion, the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant us so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that together with them we may come to the unspeakable joys you have prepared for those who love you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The first reading today is from the book of Revelations, chapter 7, verses 9 through 17. After this I looked, and behold, a great multitude multitude that no one could number, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, 
clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these clothed in white robes, and from where have they come? And I said to him, Sir, you know. And then he said to me, These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst no more, and the sun will not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to the springs of the living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the word of our Lord. We continue with the gradual. These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. Blessed are those whose strength is in you. At this time, we invite all of the young disciples who are here today to come forward for the children's message given today by Mr. Clybaker. Now is a good time to bring up your offering, your mighty mites as well. Our children's message today is presented by John Clybaker. Good morning, everybody. How are you today? Did you enjoy that extra hour of sleep you got this morning? Or did some of you go ahead and get up early anyway? Well, today is All Saints Sunday, and that is a special time of year for us here in the Christian church and in our Lutheran denomination as well. Have you ever thought about what a saint really is? Has that ever crossed your mind? No? Well, it's a good time to talk about it this morning then, since it's All Saints Sunday. A saint can be a lot of different things according to the dictionary. Have any of you ever heard of a football team called the New Orleans Saints? Raise your hand if you've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, several of us have. Well, that's a name that they use, right? But what we as Christians know to be true is that saints are people who believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Now, Pastor read the names of a number of people who God has blessed this year, and he took them home to be in heaven with him, who were members of our church here in Freistadt. What a wonderful blessing for those folks, that now they get to be with Jesus, God the Father, and the Holy Spirit in heaven, celebrating every day. Our opportunity is going to come at some point in time. Behind the church... We can see the tombs of lots of folks that have already gone on to heaven who are saints, 
who are believers in Jesus. But you know what I think is just simply fantastic? All Saints Day is so neat because we're all saints. If you believe in Jesus as your Savior, you're a saint. So, one of the things that, uh, that I think is so important for us to remember, I brought the Bible along from the pew this morning. The Bible is filled full of stories of God's saints that lived a long time before we did. Can you think of some, some of the names of the people in the Bible that were saints? Or that are saints? Brendan. Or Kenan. My goodness. You're growing up and looking a lot like your brother. Kenan. St. John. Thank you. I like that name a lot. How about St. Mark? St. Paul? How about Abraham and Moses and Elijah? They're all saints. God works in special ways, doesn't he, to bring us to faith in Jesus. One of the first things he does, he tells us. Hearing the word of God, that's a way that the Holy Spirit instills faith in us. Baptism. Most all of you are baptized. I think maybe I got to see many of you baptized. That's how the Holy Spirit comes to us and instills faith in us. And then later this morning, many, many of us older people are going to join in the communion of saints as pastor and the elders deliver communion to help us again to strengthen our faith in Jesus. Moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas, other adults in the congregation, this children's message can go on later today through your help. One of the things I might challenge you to do is if you've got a chance to visit with some young people in your family, share stories about saints that maybe they've not met who are either living or already passed on and gone to heaven who inspired you in your faith. What a powerful testament and a great way to help instill the heritage and history of the Christian church and specifically, the Christian church within your family. Let's join in a word of prayer, and then we'll listen to more of God's Word. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this All Saints Sunday, and especially for making all of us here saints. We're so thankful that by your grace, you sent Jesus to be our Lord and Savior, and that you sent the Holy Spirit to instill that faith in us and to help strengthen us every day. Bless and be with the saints all around the world that believe in Jesus. Give them strength and help us all to do a good job sharing our faith in him with others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, you can go back to your seats. The epistle reading today comes from 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him. Because we shall see him as he is. And everyone 
thus hopes in him, purifies himself as he is pure. This is the word of our Lord. Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Seeing the crowds, Jesus went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the gospel of our Lord. Our sermon hymn today is The Church is One Foundation on page 644, verses 1 through 5 of the Lutheran Service Book.
Prayer with me, please. Dear Lord, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Happy All Saints Day to you. This is my second favorite day of our church year, right after Easter. And as I kind of got to thinking about this message and I got to thinking about what I was going to preach about, it suddenly occurred to me that I should probably tell all of you why it is my second favorite day of our church year. But the first thing that I want to do is I want to read again because it is an incredible story. I want to read again the first reading from Revelation chapter 7. After this I looked, and behold... A great multitude that no one could number, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these? Who are these clothed in white robes? And where have they come? I said to him, Sir, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. 
The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb is in the midst of the throne, will be their shepherd. And he will guide them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. As I said, this day is my second favorite day of our church year. I came up with with a list of three different reasons for why that was the case. The first reason came to me very easily. Because this day reminds me, in a very happy way, in a very joyful way, that though I miss my loved ones dearly, I am still connected to them. Verse, the, uh, the verse from Revelation 7 that we just read, verse 14, tells us this very, very well. And what connects us? They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. You see, I am still connected. I am still in fellowship with those that I loved, those that have died in Christ, those who are in heaven now with the saints in heaven, and those who also will be present with us here today when we partake of the Lord's Supper. Yes, they will be here today. They're here every Sunday, every Sunday that we partake of God's very body and blood. Why? Because Revelation says so. Because how we are in fellowship with them is through Christ's blood. Revelation 17, 14 speaks to this as well when it says they will make war on the Lamb, and the Lamb will conquer them. For He is Lord of lords and King of kings, and those with Him are called and chosen and faithful. They are called and chosen and faithful. We, you and I here today, are called and chosen and faithful because of Christ, because of His blood shed for you and me and for those in heaven on the cross. The second reason why this is my, mo- why this is my second most favorite day is because those whom I love, those who died in the faith, they have left for me the path of faith to walk, the example to follow, to trust in the promises of God, the faith that they professed. Revelations 8, 3 through 4 says this, And another angel came and stood at the altar with a golden censer. And he was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on on the golden altar before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Yes, the saints pray for us. They pray for us insofar as we are part of God's church. No, Do not confuse this. We do not ask them to pray for us. But they do. We are assured of this through God's Word. We have talked about this before in that verse from Hebrews chapter 11 where it talks about that great cloud of witnesses and how that great cloud of witnesses, those saints who have gone before us, are there cheering us on, rooting us on on this side of eternity and saying, You're almost there. Keep going. Keep the faith. Keep trusting in the promises of God that He has given to you. 
Through the saints, God has done three things for us. He has shown us His mercy through them. That God has revealed His will to save through His saints. That's part of the example that they have left us. That as we know from Scripture, that when Peter denied Christ not once, not twice, but three separate times, that grace abounded for even him, even he who denied Christ. And grace abounded for those who have gone before us as well to remind us that grace abounds more than sin does. No matter what sin that you have committed, no matter how many times that you have committed it, no matter how broken that you might feel, grace abounds all the more because of Christ, because of His love for you, and because of His death for you, and because of the empty tomb. The other thing that the saints have done for us is they have shown us how we should imitate their faith. Paul speaks about this too in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1. He says, Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. And so what does that look like? Does that look like perfection? No. Because we know that Paul wasn't. We know that Paul was not perfect. No, instead Paul, just like the saints before him, just like the saints after him, just like the saints before us, had one thing in common. That they trusted in the promises of God. And look to their example. Look to how they trusted in the promises of God. I will never forget this. There was one of our shut-ins who died recently. And I remember when she was diagnosed with cancer. And she was scared. She was scared. And when I went to see her, she told me, she told me, Pastor, I'm, I'm scared. And I said to her, that's okay. It's okay to be scared. But then something amazing happened. Each time that I went to see her after that, do you know what happened? Her faith got stronger. Every time. Every single time her faith got stronger. Until finally the last time that I saw her and she said, Pastor, I'm not afraid anymore. Because I trust. Because I trust in Him. Because I trust in the promises that God has made to me. Look to how the saints before us have trusted in the promises of God. And the third reason, the third reason for why this is my second most favorite day actually has everything to do with the first day, my, my first favorite day, which, which is Easter. Because both of us, both of us saints here on earth, both also in heaven, we wait for a yet more glorious day. There's a very interesting scene that happens in the chapter previous to our text for this morning from Revelation 6. And John records this. He says, When he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the witness they had borne. 
They cried out with a loud voice, O sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long before you will judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? The author Chad Bird puts this image really well. He wrote, he wrote this. We tend to picture the saints who have gone before us as enjoying the celestial equivalent of a never-ending Caribbean vacation. But that's not the image of Revelation, at least not for the martyrs of the church. John sees under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the witness they had borne. And what are they doing there, under the altar? They cry out with a loud voice, O sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long, how long before you will judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? He continues, it's a startling image. One that should correct our unbiblical Caribbean daydream. The saints are praying. They are not yet where they want to be. Only after justice is complete, only after the return of Christ, the resurrection of the body and the establishment of the new heavens and new earth where righteousness dwells, only then, only then, will the voices of the saints utter only praise. Until then, their voices still blend with our own. They are with Christ to be sure they are safe, but they still pray for the Lord to act, to act justly, to do what he has long promised to do. And so, yes, our loved ones, those who have died in Christ, the saints who are in heaven on this day are with their Savior, they are safe. But they, like us, were given this promise at their baptism that we would be a new creation. And this matters a great deal to Jesus. It matters because they, like all of us, were known by God even before they were born. It matters because our Lord still has the intention of fulfilling His promise to us that once again we will be made in the image of God. And God is faithful. And He who is faithful will do it. You see, this is really what it means to have faith in God. To trust in His promises. The church, who comprises both the saints in heaven and on earth, trust that when God promised to make all things new for her, that He will do it. We trust that when God promised His bride, the church, that He would be with her to the end of the age, that He was. Present is he in the sacrament that she takes. Present is he in the word that she reads. Present is he when water, combined with God's word, is spoken over and poured over her. When God speaks these words to sin, death, and the devil, depart, you one clean spirit, and make room for the Holy Spirit. Present is he now with the saints in heaven. Present is he now with you. And so we celebrate All Saints Day for this reason. Because on this day we see so very clearly how much and to what lengths that Christ went to 
to love his bride, the church, you and I, and all those who have died in Christ before us. All so that she would have new life. All so that she would be a new creation. All so that sin would no longer affect her. Sin would no longer condemn her to death. No. All so that she would be once again made in His image. To give us new life. It is His blood that has forgiven us. It is His blood that has made us that new creation, even today and soon to come. It is His blood, the blood of Jesus, that is connected, that has put us in eternal fellowship with the saints who have gone before us forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand. We now recite together the words of our Christian faith. This morning we do so using the Apostles' Creed as it is found printed in the back cover of your hymnal. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. this time we gather our tithes and offerings in the pew that you are seated in is a red sign-in book. Please find that book. Whether you are a member or a guest, please fill it out uh, and send it back to the aisle side so that those who are in the aisle can tear off the top sheet uh, so that the elders may pick it up after worship today. We collect our tithes and offerings. These radio broadcasts are made possible by the donations to the radio ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church. Please contact the church office for how you can help. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, baptizing, and sharing the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. On November 9th, Trinity Lutheran Church, Trinity Lutheran School, will celebrate and honor our veterans. It will be located at Trinity Fellowship Hall and at 2 p.m. on Friday, November 9th. A men's Bible study meets at 8 a.m. each Wednesday morning in the chapel. Several ladies' Bible studies meet during the week in the surrounding areas. For more information, call the church office at 417-235-7300. The Lutheran Hour is our church's witness to the public marketplace. Today's message is the problem of heaven. Speaker Reverend Dr. Michael Ziegler. What if we get to heaven and we don't like it? Revelation 7 verse 9 through 18. Remembering our seasoned saints, Alice Helmkamp, Barbara Steinberg, Doris Meyer, Elmer Kaiser, Florin Towers, Janice Meyer, Louita Oftenbreak, Marilyn Stewart, Norma Kaiser, Pearl Lampy, and Robert Sinister.
We now rejoin the congregation during the worship service. In our prayers this morning, we have a few folks that we want to be sure to remember to pray for. First, for all those on our health list, for Melvin McCord, Landreth Worm, Ernest Shane, Janice Meyer, Myron Reed, Carol McIntyre, Oren Fritz, Ethel Helmkamp, Joan Haynes, Addison Trokey, Steve Doss, Vicki Morgan, Wayne Towers, Bob Dotson, Eldon Nelson, Bob Yelinek, Mark Felwalk, Lauren Cly Baker, Gary Magruder, Brenda Lawmaster, Rosemarie Dekoff, Elmer Kaiser, Ellie Holly, Teresa Nelson, Arlene Stevenson, Dorothy Osterlo, and also for the family of Laura Gaddy upon the passing of her father. Also for those celebrating birthdays and anniversaries, for Ellie and Margaret Holly, who will celebrate 52 years of marriage on November the 6th, and for Steve and Brenda Baker, who will celebrate 36 years of marriage on November the 6th as well. Please rise as we go to our Lord in prayer. Almighty God, you have knit your chosen people together in one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Give to your whole church in heaven and on earth your light and your peace. Lord, in your mercy. Grant that all who have been baptized into Christ's death and resurrection may die to sin and rise to newness of life, and so pass with him through the gate of death and the grave to our joyful resurrection. Lord, in your mercy. Grant that all who have been or will be nourished by the holy body and blood of your Son may be raised to immortality, to be seated with him at your heavenly banquet. Lord, in your mercy. Give to all who mourn comfort in their grief and a sure confidence in your loving care, that casting all their sorrow on you, they may know the consolation of your love. Lord, in your mercy. We pray that you would give courage and faith to your people who pass through difficult and trying times, especially we remember all those on our health list, for Laura's family, and for all those that we name before you in our hearts.
Give them relief according to your will and strength to meet the challenges ahead in the assurance of a holy and certain hope and final healing at the resurrection of the dead. Lord, in your mercy. Remember in your kindness all in all who are entrusted with civil authority among us and give them wisdom, courage, and integrity. Lord, in your mercy. Raise up ever new servants of the word and strengthen and sustain those whom you have sent that, that the good news of, of sin's forgiveness and death's defeat may bring everlasting joy to your elect. Lord, in your mercy. We thank you for being with all who have anniversaries soon. As your word says, a threefold cord is not easily broken. Continue to wrap yourself in our marriages and our families. We pray, for, we pray for Ellie and for Margaret and for Steve and for Brenda, that you might keep them and their marriage so hidden within you that all of the forces of evil would be dashed to pieces. Lord, in your mercy. In joyful expectation of the resurrection to life eternal, we remember before the Lord our departed family and friends who have gone before us in the faith and all those who are in our hearts and minds this day. We remember with thanksgiving those who have loved and served you in our church on earth and who now rest from their labors. Keep us in fellowship with all your saints and bring us at last to the joy of your heavenly kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And so, saints of God, the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It's truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and everlasting God, for the countless blessings you so freely bestow on us and all creation. Above all, we give thanks for your boundless love shown to us when you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, into our flesh and laid on him our sin, giving him into death that we might not die eternally. Because he is now risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity, all who believe in him will overcome sin and death and will rise again to new life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. we pray together the prayer that our Lord gave us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. The Lord's Supper is God's gift for Christians who are properly taught. In communion, we want people to receive Christ's body and blood for their good. This means that as you come to the Lord's table, you affirm with each communicant that Jesus is your Savior and Lord, and with Lutheran Christians you confess. I recognize and confess that I am a sinner, 
I repent of my sin and ask God's forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ is my only Lord and Savior from sin, Satan, and death. I believe that the risen Christ is really present in the sacrament, and under the form of the bread and wine, I receive his true body and blood for the forgiveness of my sin and the strengthening of my faith and life. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also we took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and said, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
Please stand. Now may this, our Savior's body and blood, strengthen and preserve you in the one true faith until life is everlasting. Depart in his peace and joy. Amen. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us with this salutary gift, and we implore you that of your mercy that you would strengthen us through the same, in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Our closing hymn today is for all the saints on page 677, verses 5 through 8 of the Lutheran Service Book.
If you are not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen by means of this broadcast on www.freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you, and His mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Parker Shane. Special word of thanks and welcome to all of our guests and visitors today. Thank you very much for joining us for worship today, and we pray that your time here was a blessed one. One announcement that I forgot to mention at the beginning of service is that uh, after the um, uh, poll that, that was taken at the last voters' meeting on whether or not to either have a Thanksgiving Eve service or a Thanksgiving Day service, it was determined that we will keep it at a Thanksgiving Day service. So that will be uh, worship here on Thanksgiving Day at 10 a.m., and we pray that you all would uh, join us for that. pray that you all have a very, very blessed week.